you're, there's a old, um, not old, uh, in the Order of the Phoenix, uh, Voldemort comes back, and, and that's what Cornelius Fudge whispers. He goes, Isak! after not believing Harry for like three years, or at least that's just a number I made up in my mind. But like Voldemort in that film, we are back. That's a stretch, huh? Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm Devin. Hello, Patrick. This is still got nothing for you, not... Uh, <laughs> not a Harry Potter. I, I've run out of pop culture references with, with back in it, so I might just need to change it up entirely. How you doing, man? I am doing well, and Dev, I, I like that one just as much. Um, I like the little backstory. I'm happy to learn a little bit more about, about Harry Potter, and um, mm. I think it all it teaches us a lesson about humility and being able to admit when we're wrong, which is important yeah. to Survivor. Oh, stupid old Cornelius Fudge had a hard time with that. Uh, but I don't need to tell you about that. We... <laughs> have a great show for you this week we will talk about camp life including the kelly and dean connection which led to uh, a, a, a solid and interesting episode we will talk about ladies uh the island of the idols but first catching you off guard again 800th <laughs> week in a row this week we mourn a, a survivor legend in in Rudy. I thought we could uh, just just a second or two. If Patrick, you remember my guy Rudy uh, from uh, from early on in the uh, in the Survivor timeline. Uh, unfortunately, I did not. Um, I mm. knew I knew of him, but I did not watch a season where he was on it. So I will save my thoughts and just quote. Uh, Malcolm, who's huge, huge friend of the pod, um, and say, only met Rudy once, told me to get a haircut. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, oh, man, yeah, he was so not that, be I think he speaks for all the people yeah. who don't really know Rudy. So if, if you do remember, unless you were just kind of hoping that I did. No, 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 I got, I, I got, un, unfortunately, I do have some, or fortunately, I do have something for you. Uh, Wonderful. And I love that. Malcolm got a chance to meet him because he would not not care for Malcolm's stupid <laughs> California haircut, as I'm sure he put it. Um, so, whew, 2000, that is a ripe old 11-year-old Devin, um, really into the first season of Survivor. I remember we wa- we drove, uh, we didn't walk it, we drove the Pacific Coast Highway from San Fran to L.A., got stuck. I remember this whole thing about how we, like, had to find a hotel room but everything was sold out um we hadn't booked ahead of time we didn't plan on being there and i was i was adamant that we must find a room because it was the night that survivor was on there was no uh dvr no uh no streaming services where i was going to be able to catch up on this if i missed this episode so it was it was a big deal for me um that was the first season that was also the season that rudy was was first on uh and richard hatch won that season uh, famously gay, Richard Hatch, and he strutted along the beach naked uh, on, on more than one occasion and took up a, a, an interesting and, um, I think, un, uh, unexpected relationship with with Rudy, the former Navy SEAL, who had the line of maybe survivor history um, in terms of things I've laughed the hardest at, but keep in mind, when this was said, it was a different world, and... I was 11 years old. He said, me and Richard got to be pretty good friends. Not in a homosexual way, that's for sure. <laughs> I had to look it up, and it was actually in uh, 
in Mr. Dalton Ross's recap this week, so I didn't have to look too far. Uh, but I remembered a line like that and just losing my mind when I was 11 years old. Um, so a good dude, a just absolute beast. I remember the second time he played, he was still just churning out push-ups in between challenges. So uh, Rudy, dear sir, we, we salute you. Thank you for the memories. Uh, now, getting into this episode, uh, it started more or less with Janet heading over to the Island of the Idols. And I have two questions for you, Patrick. Are all of Rob's lessons more or less the exact same? <laughs> and two, do you think a producer was in Janet's ear telling her to do something other than just blindly accepting his challenge? <laughs> it was um, serendipitous, Dev, after your comments last week, um, that not only do we see somebody not immediately accept the first challenge, they don't even hesitate to deny any sort of possible negotiation. It didn't seem like there was a further negotiation to be had, right. to be fair to Janet, but she put up a firm wall, and I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Janet did this of her own uh, volition. And again, for those of you who are newer to the cast, I have blind faith that this there there is no liberty or interference by the producers in any sense in this show. Um, just who I am and what I choose to believe. Um, I don't I don't think that there is like out and out manipulation in that like I don't think that NFL games are rigged, but I think you have a prime time product, someone's up three touchdowns, maybe you swallow the whistle on a holding call, maybe you're a little bit more liberal on a PI. You sort of manipulate a a a, a closer outcome. You, you you start calling James Harden for vowels. You know what I mean? I can respect that. I can respect that. And um, that's probably the truth. Um, but in my truth, Devin, I get blindsided by just joy all the time because you don't know. <laughs> you just, you, you, you're living in this complete fantasy world. But um, back to the survivor world, um, I thought it was the smart decision for Janet. Um, yeah. And I think when she really laid out all of the options, I don't know that I would have thought. Because my first thought was what everyone else's thought was. I was like, fuck it, why not? Like, what's the worst possible thing totally. to just, like, having something here? Um, <clears throat> but she really weighed it out, and I think given her position in the game, it's hard to it's hard to argue um, the decision she made. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I think she... I was very excited for her to negotiate because then I would have just, like, come in here guns blazing that someone got to her uh but the fact that she just out and out turned it down I, I think she did that on her of her own volition so um right yeah i i agreed i mean she she made a strong case for why she wasn't wasn't doing it um and she's i, I thought she was right i think I mean, she is in a really a really strong place so um no no beef with uh with janet uh, mild beef with the concept of island of the idols i wish it, now i officially wish it was just uh them in the in the booth during tribal because i still love that commentary so um, you're you are entirely over the concept of the island of the idols i like yeah throw me a curveball uh, i want i want some right. maybe, maybe, maybe we got something coming in the merge um that's my that's what i'm holding on to as well I'll, I, the, the, <laughs> the the most joy i get out of the island of the idols is this silly little like one-liners that Rob has, and this week it was, 
after <laughs> they sent Janet on her way, it was him turning his hand and be like, let's go make some rice. Like, all right, F off. <laughs> You're not only eating He's rice. Gonna... Have you seen yeah. that belly? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I kind of believe you that they're living out there, uh, but they're living comfortably. They're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. They're I mean, going to be think, quite all right. I, I think... <laughs> They probably get tree mail as well. Um, their tree mail isn't like a, a clever riddle or anything. It's uh, brisket. Right. It is brought to them as they you know slip out of their robes in the morning to shower in their in their their uh, their, their 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 little um, what are they called? Little star wagons. Yeah. Or it is brought um, worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Janet. Uh, Janet aired herself out pretty good uh, physically uh, on the way back to camp, um, showing 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 the tatas off. Yep. Uh, but camp life was interesting this week, and I think there's uh, a few quick things to to bring up, just because it, it, it does some of it, it feeds our agenda, and then of some of it feeds um, feeds the narrative of of what we'll get into. Um, so uh, on one side, the strangler strikes again. I wasn't sure exactly what was happening because it, it was a quick cut into a night vision shot. And I was like, oh, did Dean just like find a new hubby? Um, but no, it was, it was Dan. And it was uh, <laughs> funny to me, but also like a little concerning how like lighthearted the, the women were all talking about it. I, I guess like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Like. Ugh, yeah. I don't know. That feels dirty to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. Um, there does seem to just be somewhat of an acceptance to the fact that he does this. Um, I can't imagine anybody likes playing with him, likes working with him. <laughs> so I don't know why he's stuck around. The, the, I I fear that he is just the the easiest goat left. Yeah, and will continue to be ignored after the merge because there are more important people to get out now and dan will not win the game i, and I, I think don't like, like dan yeah this whole thing from like a gameplay perspective is almost moot to me because yeah i find him to be worthless i Strange. more think of who's he watching survivor with <laughs> and like uh. the first week is it like a ha 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 like this is funny like oh dad's always a hugger but then like the middle of the night hugs <laughs> it's just like it's it's gotten progressively uh more difficult for him to explain any of this away so i just i, I that's like that's my only thing i'm just i'm just curious who who, who he's consuming this with because like you hear on like the after the final rose on the bachelor these these um whoever being like uh, if, if, it's a, if it's the bachelor he picks a woman that the woman like as the show is going on it's like oh you made up with her too like him too this and that it's like is someone just like strangler strikes again or or is is there is there a larger conversation that's going on every time yeah i mean you gotta hope that there's at least like some realization of this and like just how much they're hitting it you know i mean it's a weird conversation to have in front of a live studio audience but i don't right. think this is the end of the conversation on survivor definitely you know, coming up at a reunion show they've built this up like just from a story arc perspective like it's gonna come to fruition some way whether it's just like guys we got to get rid of dan he's a creep and then they use that as drama to like 
did I get rid of the creep? Did they do the strategic decision? Like, it's gonna keep happening, so I'm just, I'm just kind of unsettled by it, largely. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just, I mean, everyone seems to think he's relatively harmless, but also, like, you gotta feel pretty safe filming a fucking national TV show. Like, yeah. you're not gonna, like, nothing's gonna happen like that, but man, yeah, it just, it, it creeps me out. Oh, totally, totally. And it, I thought it was interesting, too, that he didn't actually even get much camera time this week. Like, he was outside of the night vision shot and, like, him lounging in a hammock. I, he was effectively, like, edited out of the episode this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you got to think that he comes up um, at the next tribal, especially with kind of how that tribe split and divided itself last tribal. Um, yeah. He would be on the minority of the numbers. you got to think the next time. Uh, well, I guess they're not going to be tribes because they're going to merge. So, shit. Right. Who's he yeah, falling no, into? I, I, yeah. I, I think he would have. But um, now, yeah, it's sort of like what, where, where, do, where does Tom go from here? Because he was, he was pining to get in. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, so I guess the, the, something to look out at the merge is how do those three recently fractured Vakai look to reintegrate themselves and get numbers back in their favor since at present they don't have them. Mm-hmm. And that would be Lauren, Lauren, Tommy, and, uh, and Dan. Yeah. I'm, I'm into Lauren. I think yeah. the, the beginning of the episode, I said, I think I just need to not watch the first like five minutes of each episode. Cause I hate everybody after tribal council. <laughs> let me, let me her- ask you this. How, 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 um, how well do you think you could play off a tribal that did not go in your, in your fashion? I mean, after all the belly aching I do about it, I have to. I, <laughs> I gotta at least give it a shot. I, I think in the mo. So here's the thing: I, I believe, I believe you are not allowed to really talk when you're walking to a challenge or to a tribal council or to the, you know. So I think if you caught me like in 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 what is it in Mediare, like in the middle of tribal council, that I yeah, I'm not the guy you want to talk to. But I think I could get myself to a place where, and I might avoid eye contact, but it's dark out. I think I would get to a place where, like, immediately afterwards, I could be like, okay, all right, well, just know that I'm, I do believe that. I believe there's a lot of things that I would shoot myself in the foot on Survivor about. But I I think if I had the walk of, of silence, if I had the trail of tears, that I could get myself back to neutral, at least until... I fell asleep, but my competitive ass wouldn't fall asleep. I would just stew all night. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'd agree with that assessment. I think that you would at least have it in you to say, look, not how I wanted to go, but, um, you know, I'm a good player. I'm down to move in the morning, like whatever it is, you know. I think you can yeah. get yourself there. Uh, but, yeah, sure. seemingly no one else can. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, no, but Lowe's Lo good. I, I, I like her and Tom. It's It, it, it feels almost uh, un, unassuming or unexpected unexpected yeah. at first um clearly people are, are, are sort of on to them because it sounded like that there was a plan to maybe oust tommy if if they were to have lost but they they didn't so uh i, yeah, I think that i think that's how it should have gone i think that's I, I like seeing them uh together in I, I like couples i like i like a power couple so i, I hope that they stick together post merge yeah i mean outside of um dean and um and kelly uh, who, which is a newer partnership. I would say they're probably the strongest duo in the game, totally. uh, Tommy and Tommy and Lauren, and they've been together ever since the start. So, if they're able to kind of quell those uh, 
those attacks that were coming their way towards the end of last episode going into the merge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. I think they're very unassuming. I don't think that either of them scream threat. So it's going to take some people to be pretty savvy to sort that out. Yeah. I, I, the thing I like about them and the thing I like about Kelly and Dean is that they seem like genuinely comfortable around each other. Uh, I think with Jack and Jamal, obviously last week, you know, there's some uncertainty around the relationship. But then even this week with Jamal insisting that he is the one just kind of switching to the other tribe, Jamal insisting that he is the one who should be making the fire or whatever and talking down to people about the rice and this and that. He's sort of, I mean, you know, you don't take everything away from him, but like just in terms of like liking him as a player, it's sort of like he shifted back closer towards <laughs> neutral with some of his stuff uh, this week in my mind, uh, specifically how it related to Kelly. And I think that's sort of important because it seems like the first domino to fall in this overall Kelly arc uh, this episode that sort of got her thinking about the strategy and got her executing it on it the the way that she ended up. Um, so I think like, what are your thoughts initially uh, about Kelly's th thinking about giving giving the idol to Dean and like were you for it when it first came up? I was. Um, it, it, it the part of me that was for it was the part of me that likes advanced gameplay. Part of me that likes people to weigh all of the options and then come up with a plan for and then a contingency plan and then a contingency plan i love to see people who are so well tuned into the dynamics of the tribe and the vote and understand the situation so well to execute on multiple layers um did kelly need to do it probably not um but that was my first, that was, I mean, I didn't know who she was going to go after. Um, but, like, my first thought is, like, you have an idol. Why not shoot your shot now? Um, right. That is a moment where I think, where, like, previous episodes I've advocated against that. Kelly had an expiration date on her move. Uh, whereas previously those other ones didn't. And so I think that she had an opportunity to do something. The risk is getting on the radar early. I think that's always the risk with pre-merge moves, but then she thought of ways to stay off the radar, and that's where I th that's where I think the brilliance of the move is. Anybody can give Dean the idol. Um, the brilliance yeah. is is um, or I mean, other people might have played it for Dean and been like, "Look how great my move is," and now mm -hmm. you go home. Um, but she did it and kept her relationships intact, and that's for me what I think she needed to do to execute this move well. I don't know. If it was awesome. Move. I think yeah. there's like even more layers to it that were really smart too because also obviously i mean she was running out of like rope but when she did it also ensures that it's a move that stays with the game if, if you catch my meaning so now next episode we assume merge um dean makes it there he will be at, at worst or best case whatever case um, for Kelly on the jury or maybe in the final three so he can sort of vouch for that I think that sort of kind of tips tips Kelly's hand a little bit to he's probably not going to stand up for her if he's in the final three so maybe she goes after him eventually but um, so keeping Dean in the game to, to vouch for that and have people believe that that is a, a move that she made but not out and out showing everyone that she made it which I think makes it stronger. And then also 
still voting for Dean, which I, I guess probably seems more obvious the further I get away from the episode. But when I watched it afterwards, I was like, oh, shit, she's smart. Yeah. Uh, the That's... I mean, she... Uh, they didn't show us this because obviously it would have t- tipped the hand to the kind of the, the, the how how in depth this move was. But she got Nora to vote Jack, I believe, and I'm just confirming that now. But she, yes, she got she got Nora to vote Jack, and so what she got basically here's what, yes. So it, it's just it I every time I think about this move, it just jacks me up. It is one of, it is one <laughs> of I think the best moves I've ever seen. Yeah, um, and not maybe not the 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 kind of the scale of the move, the consequence of the move, I don't think is going to be that enormous. Um, but I think in terms of executing a move, this is, it's flawlessly done. Um, she got obviously Dean to vote Jack, but she had a contingency plan if she didn't. Like, and I think the, uh, it just, I can't get over it because every single one of her contingency plans pulled through. You know, usually think, it's like something falls out. Yeah. I think the thing that's so cool about it is like, Normally you see like one aspect of a move like this be pulled off. And I mean, sometimes like where we can attest to this, like sometimes even after the fact, we sort of struggle with like logic on certain things or like point out like, or, or, or on the other side of it, point out like, oh, well they did this, but why didn't they also do this and that? And it's like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. We're not on an island, like, you know, sleeping through a monsoon, not eating great, whatever, whatever. Right, right, so right. for all of those things to be there, for her to take into account each of these elements, and then also, not for nothing, identify, like, I think she hates Jamal like poison, um, and she, or, or can't stand him, maybe hates strong, um, and she knows that, I think she can, feels that she can beat him in a challenge, but Jack um, just, just, you know, um, is building stronger relationships with all of these folks and uh, is uh, you know, has a very strong social game. Um, I think, you know, just the idea of also getting him out, even though, like, she seems like a good person and, like, so does Jack, so it probably killed her a little bit and kind of felt like a shitty move, but uh, just, yeah, brilliance uh, all around, I thought. Yeah, I think Jack's a, a savvy guy to get out. I mean, you look at her other options, Karishma, take your shot, Janet, lover, but you can convince people whenever you want that she can't be at the end because she's going to win the game. You know, the sweet older woman, you know, I mean, I love her, but you know, I, you wouldn't want to sit next to her. Jamal, like you mentioned, uh, and then Nora, you know, like look at the people, the other people. I mean, I think it's Jack is the, Jack is the guy, Jack's the sleeper cell. Right. And she took out somebody who was likely not like we, we didn't get to see the full Jack's full game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and she didn't want to take that risk. And I, and I have to, I have to commend that. Um, yeah. And, yeah, getting getting Nora to vote to kind of protect herself in the case of Dean flipping. But uh, Dean didn't. And I think Dean deserves a little bit of credit here, too. Um, Kelly doesn't pull this off without a, will, a willing and capable partner. Um, Dean has to play. The, that's his idol. He's, I mean, it's not really that difficult of a thing to play. Um, we've seen Dean mess up easier things. And I think that he's got to get a little bit of credit for, I mean, I think he said something on the beach to just being like, are we going to do some crazy shit? Like, you know, I think he was just like, I've got an opportunity. It might not be the best move long-term, but it's really my only move. Let's live on the edge and you know, fuck it. I'll be the bad guy. If that 
saves me another day and I get a great ally out of it. You know, I think there's maybe, I mean, I guess in the end he didn't really have another choice, but um, he could have done something stupid. Right. Let's say. Yeah, you know, 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the, the like, not wanting to overplay in in that situation for someone like Dean, I think, is is important. So, um, I, you know, hopefully yeah. he, I, I think he feels like he has a strong ally for the next few weeks. Um, it's another good reason for Kelly to make the move. Uh, so I'm excited to see where that relationship um, spins out to because it seems like they, they get along and have a, a decent amount of respect for one another. Well, Dean has respect for Kelly. I think Kelly's pretty well aware that she uh, is, is about elbow deep just working him like a marionette at this point. Let me ask you this. This is my only problem with the move, and it's not really a problem. It's more of just a question. Does Dean now largely through an unnecessary reason right like kelly took a shot but like does dean now know just how good kelly is at this game to the point where he needs to remove her from the game yeah i think he'll get to that eventually i, I don't know yeah. if he's I, how quick do you think you always have to see how the the post-merge stuff shakes out but yeah. I, I think she's got like three weeks before that that starts to come into consideration for him because yeah. then I sort hope. of the the waters are settling a little bit. Yeah, because I I hope because I for for me if Kelly survives this first merge episode like that that first tribal council, mm. I think she settles very easily into the game. I really think her only risk is Dean revealing this move more out of fear and acknowledging that truthfully, he was in a shit position before the merge. He got in a shit position after the merge. Like, he doesn't really have a whole lot of allies left in this game. Uh, yeah. And so maybe he's, he might just start flailing, you know. Uh, he And he did one time that he was on the on the chopping block, so it's definitely something true. you got to watch for. Yeah, um, that's true. What did you think of Jamal giving his idol to Nora? It was just, just purely, this is who I think they're, that Dean's going to vote for, basically. I thought so, like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think maybe, maybe. Honestly, um, a fucking ballsy move. What if Dean mm. wrote your name down, bud? Dude, like I was hoping for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost one of those moves that you're like, you deserve to pay for this because you thought you were too smart. You know, it's it it it's like if um in last season of Survivor, if Chris lost the fire making challenge to Devons it would be one of the dumbest moves in survivor history. Uh, you know I mean? There's, there's just some things you're like, bro, what are you thinking? Uh, but, um, th then again, I, I gotta say credit a little bit to, uh, Dean and by proxy Nora for their little tribal spout where they kind of got into it. Maybe, you know, Jamal's like, this guy only has one vote. Who would he take out? Right. Um, right. That, that's and right. that happened to tribal. And I, and, Jack, yeah, Jack was a, it was just a savvy pick because I don't think that anyone would kind of in a panic look to protect Jack. You know, I think it Jack's an afterthought there. A little in the same vein of, well, why would we do that with the fire? It's not working. Oh, clearly you took a big scoop. It did seem a little like, listen, a normal person isn't going to be able to read this situation the way that jamal can so i've assessed it i know what's happening let me just save nora 
she's indebted to me now. I look like genius, but I also still have the numbers. I did get a little bit of that yeah. with him dropping the idol. Um, so I think that's why I was hoping for him to get voted out. And I just liked Jack, so, oh well. Yeah, but you notice his reaction too when um, when Probst read Jack's name. Mm. His immediate reaction, just he just said, fuck. Just like, it yeah. got, like, he knew that it was a guessing game and he took a shot and he guessed wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that there's, I agree with you, there's part of like, um, Everybody's you, you know, yeah, just like kind of like starting a fire just to put it out, um, you know, in, yeah. in, in 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 that move. But I also do think that there was some protective element there, uh, and he just missed. I think that there's, I think both of those things can be true. Yeah, and I yeah. do think that Jamal definitely struggles with, um, kind of like I think he's very self aware, um once he's made aware of like some of the things that he's like, I think once he grasps the situation fully, I think he's got a pretty good footing on things and he's very well spoken and can articulate just kind of how everything's playing itself out. Um, but I think he lets his own ego get in the way of that ability sometimes. And he just yeah, it's not what he says. It's how he says it. <laughs> right. Yeah. For, yes. for like the game focused, uh, things that he says, cause I thought he was, very articulate and very likable last week. And then this week he kind of saw back to maybe who he is as a, as a player. Yeah. There's a little bit, of, there's a few holes in the game, mm-hmm. a few holes sure. in the game. Uh, what do we think about the, <laughs> just piss Kelly off. What do we think about the ladies lines? <laughs> um, so this one I, I, I do think is with, so we got three, three straight weeks, right. Of, uh, a cultural or kind of more significant topic coming up on Survivor. Um, two weeks ago, it were three weeks ago, Karishma and her, you know, her, her marriage. Last week, Jack uh, and Jamal's. Uh, I, I don't want. I was about to call it a racial dispute, but that really wasn't what it was. Just more of a mm-hmm. more racially charged conversation. And this week, um, the All Women's Alliance. This one for me is a little different. Um, you know, just paint myself as a misogynist right off the bat. But this one was at least rooted in gameplay. Um, from like, you know, if 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 Jamal was being made out to be kind of a similar, making a similar similar comment of Jack, I'll suppose I'll say right. Um, Jack's was insensitive and not at all relating to the game. I think that whether it's a stereotypical or not, and it's something that I think they talked about and we can talk about as well. It's something that does exist, and I think that was Jamal's point. Uh, all girls' alliances have existed, um, mm-hmm. and I mean, address the stigma however you want, um, but there, it was actually discussed amongst those four women. Whether or not Kelly liked that discussion or not, or she contributed to that discussion, those four women discussed an all girls' alliance. So, part of me has trouble, kind of you know, just outright re- labeling it sexist. Maybe that's insensitive, but, and I, I don't know if you have other, other comments on that or like a, you know, provide a little bit more clarity in my thoughts. No, I, I think like it, I got where she was coming. I, it was like similar to last week in that, like I thought there was a lot of good points. I thought largely the things that were said were right, maybe entirely. Um, but I've seen it said that like, and then again, 
maybe this is what we see, but the people that tend to uh, spark that conversation historically are women. So it's a little, I, I don't I don't even know what you would call it, like chicken or egg, like you sort of can't have it both ways. Um, and, yeah. and, and, but like in that same vein, like it was Nora who was just like, I, it felt like, feels like talks to talk at some points. Um, so I don't know. I, I sort of like, <laughs> I, I, walking around this, don't have a ton of respect for uh, the way Nora's playing versus like the way someone like Kelly's playing. Um, so I, I mean, I don't know. I guess just, just to say that I thought there was a lot of merit in it, um, what they were saying, but it's a little disingenuous that it's like always thrown around. It's like, no, it's yeah. thro- th- or, 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 or thrown around by men or thrown around by other people. I was like, that at least isn't how I remember it. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with you there. I think that where um, Kelly really opened my eyes was, um, and I think she's got 100% strong footing, is when she was talking about, like, if um, you know, if there was three women at the end, you would make a mention of that, but you never would think to do it with three men. And, like, mm. similar points along that vein, like, uh, you know, if a woman yeah, wins back-to-back immunities, it's a bigger deal than if a man wins. You know, there, there's, there's things like that, which I think are absolutely true, um, and things that I think are certainly more of a broader uh, sex and equality situation than the all girls alliance um because i mean it's i mean for me it's just kind of like semantics it's just like yeah it's you can call it an all people's alliance if you want but it's all it's just made up of the four women that collectively right. decided to create an all girls alliance um yeah i, I guess i have yeah. less of an issue with, or, or I, I would be I would see more offense in like, well, there's <laughs> like sort of how Jamal was even talking about it initially. And I think obviously he walked that back a little bit too, but like his initial yeah. comment of like, well, you got four broads. So, you know, that the broads are going to work <laughs> together versus like a woman, a woman winning two individual immunity challenges just because like that can also be, and I'm not saying this is why, obviously I don't, I don't think it's why, but it's like that is sort of backed in statistic to say like oh yeah that doesn't happen a whole hell of a lot or like if it was like no, nobody over 50 has won two back-to-back immunity challenges it's like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna call that out too just because like looking at the numbers it doesn't happen right and 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 again i mean just the for me it's like if you have whether it's i think you can discuss like why, why did jamal think that there might have been all girls alliance even if there wasn't all girls alliance I think that in Survivor, if you feel like you're on the bottom or if you feel like you're on the outs, doing something, bringing it up, kind of poking the bear, so to speak, um, that's something we see across the board. And he chose the all-women's alliance this episode. I didn't really feel like he maybe needed to go on that limb. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was really as big of a a threat to go home as um, maybe he thought. But um, he certainly wasn't in the end. But it's like... You know, it, it's just, for me, it was just, like, a way to kind of put a name to a convenient grouping of people. You know, if it was, like, two guys and yeah. two girls, I mean, I, I think he still would have isolated those four people. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a better way of saying it. Do you think there's think any possibility that Kelly's response to him was more to make Jamal look bad for this tribal? I mean, if it was, then 
Kelly, good lord, you are the savviest survivor player we've ever seen. And I wouldn't put a pastor, to be honest with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not trying to be facetious. I think it's entirely possible she did that. Um, took an opportunity to make a point, and you know, certainly every all, all the other women had had things to say uh, as well. So, if anything, it's, that solidified those four women even closer. Right. I yeah. Gather. It's funny, like talking about. <laughs> yeah, that that's. That is true for D chess by saying like, why is this always brought up? This is BS. But like using that as a rallying cry to actually go ahead and, and make a, a female alliance. Whoo. That'd be a hoot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, any resetting in power rankings that you would like to do as we head to ye old merge? Oh man. I mean, it's, it's, for me, Kelly's at the top. Kelly's at the top. She's played the best game. Um, she's so good. She's so damn good. Um, I'd actually would slot Missy in right behind her. And then I would put Janet in behind the three of them, or the two of them. Those would be my top three in the power rankings going into the merge. I like it. What, what about you? I feel like Tommy has a game to, to last down the stretch. I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm in on mm. Kelly uh, as well, but I think Tommy is a guy at the end who may be able to string together a challenge or two because he feels... It's, it's not just like oh, how he looks. like He feels well-rounded in the things that he's contributed to the, to the challenges thus far. Um, but outside of that, that's that that would be my only change because I I like Kelly and, and Missy as well. I think they all have legs legs for days actually. Um, so let me uh, let me ask you this before Please. before we wrap up: Who are you most hopeful for going into the merge? I change my tune on Dean like every two minutes. <laughs> He's but your right major mall. But right now, I kind of like Dean so. He, did you, like the way he walked into the voting booth even I don't know if you know if you caught this it was like a full on strut for two weeks in a row now <laughs> it's hilarious it's absolutely hilarious um, and I, I just like I think he's I think <laughs> it's just he just seems like a funny goofy dude um, and now that Jack's out I, I, I do sort of I hate that I do, but I, I, I am sort of rooting for Dean because he's also just like had his back up against the wall yeah. um, for a few weeks now. And like it's 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 about having people in new and uncomfortable situations. And I don't know that like Dean, the D1 basketball player, has ever like been on the outs like this, like socially or, or anything like that. So um I think he's, he's, I mean, he, he obviously got a huge life preserver this week, but I, I think he's played reasonably well considering, uh, considering that. So I, I'm, I'm pulling for like, kind of like the rags to riches story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th he's a likable figure and mm -hmm. he's, he just kind of has that kind of goofy look to him. Totally. You just kind of like want to, want to see him do well. Uh, he's voted for Karishma three times already, so let, I'm I'm interested to see if he just is like, you know what, we're we're doing this until it's until it's done. As you said, that, that was course correct. Uh, that was probably my favorite part of the episode where she like clapped at him in her little confessional thing and she gave a vote, uh, and then she, <laughs> and then the look on her face when she didn't get him out. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was a... It was a great clap. She just didn't know what she was walking into. Yeah, I, it was a really good. It was like you ever like listen to sports talk radio and you have people call in that have like clearly rehearsed their take. Right. Like right. she's definitely like whispering that to her under her breath on the walk to tribal. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The producer's like, uh, no talking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Not looking oh. forward to seeing more of her, but I'm sure we will. I I said it when Tom got voted. I think you are in it for the long haul with uh, with Karish. I don't think she's going anywhere. Either yeah. her or Dan will probably make the final three. Yeah, she's been she's been fine recently. To be yeah. honest, once she kind of dropped out of the storyline, she hasn't been really too much one way or the other. So it, maybe it's maybe, I'll, like, maybe I'll be more okay with her after the merge. I felt like all of that around her like being poor in challenges, and then like that being the entire narrative like more or less what is talked about around her at, at camp um, with with some obviously notable exceptions uh, has sort of like clouded the fact that like she's like a well-spoken like smart True. individual I thought she had, she had insightful stuff in the in the lady conversation as well and I, was, I, I, I as she was talking I was like oh I don't know if huh yeah she's not useless socially she's got a, I think she's got pretty she's pretty smart pretty sharp mm. so uh, that that that's fair to her all right, but well we got a merge feast. I hope somebody finds a hidden immunity clue or or an idol, and anarchy ensues. Uh, but until next week, we got nothing for you. I will be a new man next time we record, which will probably be in two weeks. So you have to do the next week with with Katie Patrick. Yeah, she's looking forward to it, and I'm not looking forward to it because I I'm frankly really steal most of her takes. It. Yeah. Yeah, the brainchild's going to be outed. Just make sure you handle the transitions. I know that's going to be difficult for you to, to drive the conversation, but we'll, we'll Devin, see. this one is going to be off the rails, and I can guarantee it. <laughs> I'm so excited. All <laughs> right, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>